Thank you, and welcome to this teaching from Today Evangelical Ministries. Today Evangelical Ministries is dedicated to teaching the undiluted truth of God's Word. Here is Dr. Emeka Ozrumba as he brings today's teaching. May the Lord bless you as you listen. And I'm going to talk a little bit about humility. Humility is actually, remember when we talked about being a true disciple of Jesus Christ. We say the first thing that must happen is brokenness. You must go to the school for God to use you. Forget about it. Sister Joanne was given a word of exhortation, and he talked about something. Sometimes we profess that we are Christians. We are born again. Believe me, in certain quarters and some places, everybody is born again. We go to church and we wonder. Then we turn around from church. We are different human beings altogether. What we do at night is different from what we do at during the day. What I do at night, if it's different from what I do during the day, I am not of God. You know one thing? Because all I'm doing is eye service. And eye service who? I'm trying to make people think that I'm good when I'm not good. Because only God judges. That's why I told Leave me Titus 1, 16, please. Titus 1, 16. Yes. They profess to know God, but in works they deny him. Being abominable, disobedient, and disqualified for every good work. Okay. They profess to know God, but there's no humility whatsoever to break down. Most of us, you know, one thing we dispute. We want to rationalize. When it comes to things about God, you know, there is no rational thinking. If you still rationalize, what is going to happen? This and that, all that kind of family, then obviously you're not talking about God. God is God. His ways are different from our own ways. Humility is the mind of Jesus Christ. Read me 1 Corinthians 1.16. That's what we saw in Kenya that made me cry for my own people. Humility. 1 Corinthians 1.16. Yes, I also baptized the house. No, no, no. 1 Corinthians 2.16, sorry about that. 1 Corinthians 2.16. Yes. For who has known the mind of the Lord that the... That he may instruct him, mm-hmm. but we have the mind of Christ. We have the mind of Christ. But he also told us, let this mind that is in Christ. Philippians 2, please read. Let's go from 1 to 8. Philippians 2, 1 to 8. Therefore, if there is any consolation in Christ, if any comfort of love, if any fellowship of the Spirit, if any affection and mercy... well. Fulfill my joy by being like-minded, having the same love, being of one accord, of one mind. Let nothing be done through selfish ambition or mm-hmm. conceit. Wow. But in lowliness of mind, let each esteem others better than himself. I can, before we go further, I can tell you precisely from that number one to number three, all of us witnessed that in Kenya. All of us witnessed that in Kenya. Where I saw people, yes, every woman being selfish, but where I saw people allow others to come before them. They considered others before them. Where I saw people humble themselves before man and before God. The mind that's in Christ. Keep going, please. Let each of you look out, not only for his own interests, but also for the interests of others. Do you know that in many quarters, and without apology, I say even my own place, my own country, that's the biggest problem. You have a situation nobody cares. It's all personal interest. 
my pocket must be full. And who cares about that? This person who is dying, let him die after all. A country or a person doing that can never change. And it will never work. When there is no love for the common good. Go on, please. Let this mind be in you, which was also in Christ Jesus, mm -hmm. who being in the form of God, did not consider it robbery to be equal with God, but made himself of no reputation, taking the form of a bond servant and coming in the likeness of men. And being found in appearance as a man, he humbled himself and became obedient to the point of death, even the death of the cross. He humbled himself. We saw that that's absolute Humility. You know, one thing, let's put it this progression right now. You cannot get to this transformation without this thing I'm talking about. Humility. Brokenness. There are two paths to the brokenness. Number one is what? Divine humility. I'm not talking about simple humility. Where sometimes we walk. You know, there are some of us who walk in certain areas, we walk so gently. We, in fact, we pretend as if we can't even step over an ant. But in reality, in our heart, we are so proud. Except pride is destroyed. We can't do anything with God. Except pride is destroyed. So there are two segments. Number one is divine humility. Because that's the mind of Christ. Without it, we cannot be one with Christ. That's why he said two cannot work together except they are all in agreement. You must be as I am. And he said also, anyone who really wants to follow me must also read me first John, please, too. Six. First John 2, 6. He who says he abides in him ought himself also to walk just as he walked. And how did he walk in humility? Because without humility, you will not get to the next stage. Which is the what? The unreserved willingness to submit. Let's, let's put that. Without that, without humility, you will not get to the unreserved what? willingness to submit. God must see the willingness for you to submit without disputing, without arguing, without any kind of quarrel or discord. God must see it in your heart. When he sees that, that's when God then pours what? Anybody tell me? God must see humility. He must see that unreserved willingness to submit. That is what God is talking about in Psalm 51, 17. He said, a broken heart, a contrite spirit. That one who is willing to do whatever I teach him or whatever I ask him to do without question, without argument. Human beings would like to argue. The very moment you come to God and you say that God have your way, that's a total surrender, that means your mind is gone. Your understanding is gone. Your wisdom is gone. Because you know one thing? Man can't even understand himself. Until you realize that. Man does not even know himself. Only God knows what he wants man to propose. Read me Proverbs 20, 24. Proverbs 20, 24. Yes. A man's steps are of the Lord. Mm -hmm. How then can a man understand his own way? He's telling you that a man cannot understand his way. And the word of the Lord, we're not going to get to it there because you know that Isaiah 55, 68. He said, you know one thing? My ways are different. As heaven is higher than the earth, my own ways 
So that's total surrender because why? Everything a man does or a woman does, in his or her eyes, they all look what? What? Proverbs 4.12, 4, please. Proverbs 4.12. When you walk, your steps will not be hindered. Mm -hmm. And when you run, you will not stumble. You will not stumble if you have God with you. But we're going to turn it around a little bit right now. Then when you have the willingness to surrender everything, that's where we are. Because some of us, we hold back. Listen to me carefully. We hold back that which God has given to us. Even when it comes to missions like this, some of us want to think and consider, let me take care of this one before this one. You're holding back. You're wasting your time. Because you don't want it tomorrow. You may not be. You leave things in God's hand to take care of what you need to do. We saw that in Kenya. With that willingness, God will pour his grace. That's why he said, God gives Hallelujah. Give me, please, Proverbs 3, 34. Proverbs 3, 34. Please understand, yes. Surely he scorns the scornful, mm -hmm. but gives grace to the humble. God only gives grace to who? Now, most people say God has poured his grace with Christ. Yes, but grace only goes to the humble. Why? God does not want to invest in someone who will not do anything with what he has given to him. God gives grace to the humble. And the very moment humility goes, even when the grace is given, and somebody eventually finds himself things he knows, and is now thick-headed, what happens to the grace? Does grace go away? We'll be taking it. Why are you jumping ahead of me? I mean, you see, because some of them, some people will tell and preach and say, no, grace is grace. It's poured down, once saved, always saved. And Christ said, even that which the servant had will be taken away from him. And when it's taken away from him, what will happen? It will be given to the one who is producing fruit. So that's what said the grace then brings us. That's why some of us will still have problems. And in many places, grace is the goodness of God. And it is only given that we may repent. Without grace coming to us at that point, we cannot acknowledge our evil ways. We cannot acknowledge our evil ways. That's repent. Without acknowledgement, there is no repentance. You must acknowledge, this thing I have done, this is horrible, Father. Between you and me, right here in my closet, I'm truly sorry. And that acknowledgement will follow something. I will never do this anymore. Are you following me? Give me Jeremiah, please, 3, 12 to 13. Jeremiah 3, 12 to 13. Mm -hmm. Go and proclaim these words toward the north and say, Return, backsliding Israel, says the Lord. I will not cause my anger to fall on you, mm -hmm. for I am merciful, says the Lord. I will not remain angry forever. Only acknowledge your iniquity that you have transgressed against the Lord your God and have scattered your charms to alien deities under every green tree, and you have not obeyed my voice, says the Lord. So what did the Lord say we should do, even though he's so merciful? Acknowledge our evil ways. And that's a repentance which, read me Romans 2, 4, please. 
The grace of God is that goodness, and it leads you to that. Romans 2, 4. Or do you despise the riches of his goodness, forbearance, and long-suffering, not knowing that the goodness of God leads you to repentance? The goodness of God leads you to repentance. When you acknowledge, now we start with that humility. Without humility, leading to what? That willingness, unreserved willingness to submit to God. Then God will not pour that spirit, I mean grace. The grace of God is there, don't get me wrong. But you see, he also told us that I will have mercy on whom I will have mercy. But to be perfectly honest with you, without brokenness, without that willingness, then the grace comes. Grace will be wasted. Grace will be wasted. Pride person, a very proud, sorry, a very proud individual, grace is wasted. You know that? So with that, he told us, okay, look, the goodness is for repentance. And that's what happened in Kenya. And then do you know that in Kenya, that every person who was there, and it only happened probably in Afibo. And maybe Afibo, I saw Afibo and Kenya. And the humility level was just astonishing. And Afibo, everybody poured out to repent. But even here, sometimes they call people to repent, they're just not going to be able to know it. But he told us also, in 2 Corinthians 7.10, that repentance means nothing, except you go and do what? Except you go and do what? From Judah, just say, repentance means nothing to God, except you go and sin no more. You cannot repeat the same thing going back and forth again. Are you following me now? And then what does repentance lead us to? Leads us what? To obedience. And it is obedience to righteousness and holiness. Without it, nobody shall see the Lord. It's going to be just this few minutes before we go into But I just wanted to say hello to our Kenya people. I know you have that foreign doctrine. Wherever it's introduced, you, you are crying. And you said it. I mean, the Lord delivered and help you to remove this false doctrine, the doctrine according to you of prosperity, of feel good, and manipulation and lies. I know that the Lord will hear us as we just say, may the Lord have his way in your life and in our lives. All our friends and relations listening and those who go on the internet We'll start next week with a full teaching. But this few minutes, just to give God glory and to thank God and to allow our people to see exactly what God did in Kenya. May the Lord bless the people of Kenya and bless all of you in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you so much for listening to this message from Today Evangelical Ministries. We would love to receive your feedback and stay connected with you. So send us your comments or questions through our website on our Contact Us page or by sending an email to info at tmonline.org. Our web address is tmonline.org. You can also connect with us on Facebook or Twitter. God bless you.